0: just a second three two one hi everybody and welcome whoa okay let's start out again I god damn I, it. I broke the speakers <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> or you can just leave this in leave this in hi everybody and welcome to the comic book Tom? hello everyone and welcome to the comic book Alex deserve this hello everyone and welcome to the comics deserve better podcast where we do everything perfect the first time
1: i'm leaving this in this is is brian
0: hope you're all doing well we're going to talk about indie comics today and with me as always are carrie hello and richard hi hi (laughs) we are so professional (laughs) All right, well we do Before the show
2: started, I was talking about the stressful last couple of hours I just had and yeah. god did I just need that laugh. Thank you so much for it. That was You're fantastic.
0: Okay. Sometimes stuff happens happen for a reason. I hope you all enjoyed <laughs> There that. you go. Just just imagine every time you get the flawless beginning, that's probably what happened before. <laughs> this is your <laughs> this, this is the peek behind the curtain, right? Actually, now. this there was like go. the
1: sloppiest beginning you've had in a
0: really long time. Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> it's because we're we're on high pressure to get this right and
0: yes, exactly. <laughs> and I was, I was making a joke of like of like messing up and then what I do is I miss up <laughs> not on Okay, well That's we do familiar. have a great a great episode. Um we do have a DIY corner spotlights like always and we're gonna talk about uh ghostly things, the manga as our main course. So let's get this party started. Um, you know, let's let's go ahead and start with spotlights and i'm gonna start first if that's okay with you all go for it for once wish me luck i didn't write notes (laughs) so we're gonna work on so we're gonna see how this goes um (laughs) and also okay so i obviously when i do a spotlight i'm doing a book i am recommending these are two books that i 100% recommend and if you don't read them i'm no longer friends with you and if you were not my friend before I will become friends with you and then defriend you because you don't like these books. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So, Sins of the Black Flamingo, number one and two, by Andrew Wheeler, Travis Moore, Tamara Bonfellan, and Adida Bidikar from Image Comics. Um, this is the gayest book I've read in a very <laughs> long time. And yes, it is supposed to be very gay, and it is very successful, and it's awesome. Uh, so, essentially, Black Flamingo... Is a story about a gentleman thief in Miami, Florida, who um, goes by the name of the Black Flamingo. His last name is Harlow, um, and he um, basically takes jobs um, to disrupt the rich and wealthy. As well as um, he pro- tends to get magical artifacts and things things that pe- he doesn't want basically evil or racist people to have he um he'll take those kind of jobs uh the first part of the story um is him breaking into a america is great museum which actually turns out to be a nazi front um and in the basement's a bunch of nazi paraphernalia <laughs> and he um steals the heart of a golem of of that were basically two gay lovers during the holocaust and um and the guys Lover died, he turned him into a whole he turned him to a golem, but then the the golem's heart got um uh, taken away from the actual body, and then the dude died. So, the ancestors of the guy who created the golem um found out that these Nazis had the heart of their grandfather's lover, and so he breaks into this museum, he wears a sequence rainbow mask, um, not just for the fashion but mm-hmm. also because. Uh, cameras can't t- pick up his face because of the glare of the sequence, and um, he goes in there, steals this, uh, steals the heart back, and um, brings it back to the family. Um, actually, and also, basically, cr- has the golem be recreated? Basically, like the go- golem comes back to life and um kind of shape shifts and it's kind of confused that it's now you know 60, 60 years later but yet the world is still a shithole. So um the um
2: that's a shame. Yeah, <laughs> yes.
0: So so Harlow gets you know he basically um has his creed he's like he doesn't want to get involved in things but he has like a heart of gold you can tell so he gets he definitely um gets emotionally involved in things in fact he goes to this party um to kind of stick out a, a, a new job, but then he gets this vibe that there's something going on that's a little more devious, and he goes against his own creed of, like, never rob a place where you're supposed to be and also, like, never rob a place, like, in your clothes, especially if they're, like, nice silk clothes that he's wearing <laughs> at the time. Um, and so the end of issue one, I'll kind of, you know, spoiler alert, uh just really quick but trust me it gets even crazier in the second volume he opens up a door he sees a captive angel <laughs> and that this dude this rich guy has has taken control of and that's fleeting basically oh, like a real deal angel like a real angel oh wow yes and so <laughs> so issue two basically is him rescuing the angel the guy's like one of the most powerful people in Miami um obviously and like is basically sent out People to kill him, and so this kind of issue too is them on the run. They I find out I found out what a circuit party is because of this <laughs> of this uh, issue. Um, they hide in a circuit party, which is basically like a twenty four hour um like rave party, like dance party that um that that mostly is like for like the LGBTQ community. Um, you know, lots of fun costumes, a lot of like skin, a lot a lot of making out, a lot of music. Um it's been descri- just
2: the Miami party.
0: Yeah, effectively. <laughs> but this one, this one takes place for like 24 hours. So essentially you can imagine what kind Again, of Yeah, that's issue. just the Miami party. <laughs> <there>. Yes. <laughs> okay. Then, yes. <laughs> well, well, um, so he hides he hides there. Unfortunately, it doesn't go too well, but um, and I'm not gonna I won't reveal the second um the the singer at the end of the uh second issue, but I definitely do recommend checking out this book it's the art's great travis moore is an artist i've been kind of keeping track of but this is probably his best work so far i've actually never read anything by andrew wheeler before but um also like tamar bondian actually um um is a is a very good colorist um and her work reminds me a lot of the people who did um the person matt wilson who did uh, wicked and divine there's a lot of wicked and divine vibe i'm getting from this which is also one of the gayest comics i've ever read too so that's (laughs) that's um probably why as well so um definitely recommend if you're a fan of uh, a good like high story and um with some good art and good writing so far so um definitely recommend And second one, really quick, is Do a Powerbomb, number one and two, by Daniel Warren Johnson, Mike Spicer, and Russ Wooten from Image Comics. A few episodes ago, we did talk about um, Murder Falcon, and I think one of the comments that we kind of all made was, how can a a book about heavy metal make me feel so much? (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) and this is, how can a book about pro wrestling make me feel so much like how does he do this like so Daniel this book um I mean you think he lets out all the emotional beats in the first issue because the story is about a young girl named um Lona who witnesses her mother who's a pro wrestler uh she goes up she goes to fight um um uh, this this masked guy oh my god I'm, I'm I'm totally draw, drawing blank, even though I just looked at it a second ago. Um, Cobra Sun. and um, I was now, gonna say
2: Rey Mysterio,
0: <laughs> yeah, basically Rey Mysterio, and um, and what happens in this fight is um, though it's staged, uh, Cobra Sun slips as he's grabbing um, y- Lona's mother, whose name is Yuna, and slips on the fall on the jump and ends up breaking her neck oh, and killing her. And so Ooh. um so then this takes place about eight years later. Um nobody wants to touch um Lona. Like doesn't no one want to teach her because it basically what happened to her mother, she, she wants to become a wrestler because of her mother. Um and, and like people are like, no, because like this tragedy, I don't want to be responsible if something happens to you, so I'm not gonna teach you. Her dad um, is kind of like part of just rarely part of the community too, and it's kind of urging people not to uh To train her. Um, She gets. um, Finally gets. um, A person. A kind of. I would almost say more like a demon. um, Approaches her. And says I love pro wrestling. I'm a necromancer. And if you fight in my tournament. And you win. I will bring your mother back. And that's. That's the end of issue one. (laughs) So (laughs) issue two. Someone, um, needs, someone um, needs
2: to tell that girl that dead is better.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sometimes dead is better. But um, <laughs> you put
2: it in the ground, it'll come back out the same.
1: Yeah.
0: exactly. Dead is better. <laughs> now, um so yeah, he um so so basically he entices her to fight in the tournament. Essentially, he started a war, an underworld an underworld war, got exiled to the island. He got bored on this island. And he got really into wrestling. <laughs> so that's why he decided to start this tournament. Oh, and so it's a tag team tournament. So she needs somebody to to wrestle with. And uh, like I said before, no one's going to wrestle with her. No one's going to teach her. So she's kind of shit out of luck at this moment. But then the necromancer reminds her that there's someone else who got hurt that day besides her. And in, she ends up back in the real world next to where cobra son is going to fight a, a wrestling match so she comes in when this is a wrestling match cobra son is basically a shade a shadow of what he used to be oh. um basically because obviously he didn't need to kill you know her mom and so and so he basically just takes abuse and so she basically approaches him and says like yeah you know what we have beef but like i want my mom back there's only one way you'll ever be able to redeem yourself. And that's by helping me get my mom back. So they decide to team up together. Then there's a huge, huge last page review reel of something. (laughs) And remember the part in Murder Falcon, when you find out that the wife is not the one who was dying and it was actually the main character. It's the same gut punch.
1: Are you gonna tell us off I'll t- episode? I'll tell you off
0: air. I, I'm not gonna spoil it on air, but okay. yeah, But I do 100 percent recommend reading "Do a Powerbomb. as well because
1: you're getting very emotional, yeah. and now
0: I need to know. So, um, so yeah, same gut punch as the last page of like issue three or four of Murder Falcon happens at the end of issue two of "Do a Power Bomb." Um, very similar. So that's my two spotlights. Awesome, um, Richard. Do you want to go next?
2: No. Yes, yes,
1: oh, Karen, uh, <laughs> no.
0: no, I'll go don't... next. No, I don't think has... I don't have a spotlight. Yeah. So okay. So it's you or nobody. Maybe we'll, we'll, get, we'll get we'll get Johnny, our dog, oh, to Johnny. do a spotlight. You'll we'll talk about licking feet or something. all right, go ahead. These feet are so delicious. You know, the whole point
1: of today was to make sure it's just one fucking clean take (laughs) and everyone saying shit that I'm going to have to edit out later. No, leave it in. in. This is fun. (laughs) Go (laughs) picture.
2: So, um, I took a look at a public domain issue two Mm. because I did like issue one last week. Mm -hmm. and uh, So, issue two uh, picks up where the they're having a family meeting. Uh, you know our uh, main character Miles, the uh, one of the two sons of uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Oh,
0: Jack Kirby, Sydney. I
2: was gonna call the, main, uh, the the father Seymour. I was just like, I know that's not right. But yeah, Sydney basically is our Jack Kirby analog, Sydney Dallas. And you know he was the artist that created this character, Domain. And now at the end of the last issue, they found out that there's like a legal document. That says he owns domain outright. So basically, they're having a family meeting. the The sons are pushing him. They're like, "Oh, like we need to do something about this. Like they owe you money." The mom, she just checks out. She's just like, "I'm good." <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, basically, the son Davy, the uh, the younger son, he is essentially like, "Hey, I got a lawyer friend that can take it out." But he's kind of a burnout, which. Uh, doesn't help this case when they go beat the lawyer friend uh and her her, her name is Miss sockham but she wants them to call her Sammy but she basically as soon as they get there she's like handing out uppers and downers she's like who 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 wants what yeah who, who needs to be high <laughs> uh and basically she's like she tells them you know, she's, but she levels with them. She's like, yeah, you definitely have a case, but the company that owns the character or that has the character now is so big that they could keep you in litigation for years or decades. So the dad's just kind of like, eh, he's ready to just give up. And Miles is very, you know, very adamant that something needs to be done. And basically, my Sydney uh, is talking to his other son, Dave, and he's just like, you know, Miles has been a little off ever since his uh, lady Janine broke up with him. But they we don't know why. Like we don't know what the issue is. We it's happened off panel. So when uh Sydney goes home, like the 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 wife, their mom has left like dinner at his old art table, and she's not really talking to him. And basically they finally talk in bed. And throughout this, Sydney has kind of seemed like the the best character, the most well-adjusted character, Mm
0: -hmm. because
2: everyone else has, like, their own stuff going on, but when they have this heart-to-heart, the wife is basically, like, you sacrifice, like, your parenting, like, fatherhood to create this character. Then the character, like, get stripped from you and you're not willing to fight for it and it basically she was like what is all what, what has all this been for like you know you neglected your kids because you were working on this book then the book gets stolen from you and you won't fight to get the book back and like wh- what was like what was the worth of all this mm-hmm. is her point and you know it's kind of and it's kind of like one of those things that you're like oh yeah shit like yeah he was kind of an absentee dad and like the reason why that they all have shitty relationships is because he poured it all into this book and then he's just kind of like eh someone stole the book shit happens mm-hmm. and they're all looking at him as like no this book kind of ruined my life and you need to treat it with the importance
0: <laughs>
2: yeah uh, um so Miles actually goes to the uh the name of the company that like owns the rights to the book the publisher is Singular and he good goes up there to joke. speak to like you
0: know huh good joke Kong Singular comics yeah yeah <laughs> Go, go ahead, sorry. <laughs>
2: um, no, no, yeah. And so he goes there to basically confront them and be like, hey, this is what I have. But it's complete amateur hour. He shows them the document. The guy's like, can I have a copy? He's like, no, I don't want your lawyers pouring over it. The guy just takes a picture of it on the cell phone and it has mm-hmm. them thrown out. <laughs> but <laughs> so, so and, and the thing is, this oh, the, one of the funniest scenes in the issue is that he's not belligerent or anything. So he's telling the guy from security, like the guy from security, Takes yeah. his arm, you know, pulls it behind his back, and is escorting him out the person. He's like, "Dude, I'm like not, not hostile. Like, I'll just walk out of my own." The guy's like, "Hey, man, my poor, bo- my job's boring and it sucks. Like, this is like the highlight of my week. Let me have this." Yeah. And, like, <laughs> escorts him out, and like, chucks him out into the street, kind of like uh, how Uncle Phil used to do a uh,
0: jazz. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh
2: no, that's an old people for uh, an old people reference. But a good
0: <laughs> analogy that is that's so yeah, good. I can totally see that. So
2: uh, the, the the head honcho over at Singular actually calls uh, you, uh, Jerry the uh, Stanley analog, the, the co-creator calls his wife and it, she seems she seems sinister. She seems like she's the one pulling all the strings mm-hmm. and lets them know that like we have an issue and Jerry kind of like, well, I don't know how you could have got the information but he kind of learned or he alludes that to the fact that it was his assistant, the one that sent uh, Sydney the information. So basically, Sydney and uh, Miles finally have a heart to heart because w- oh, when Miles gets thrown out, Sydney is actually there because he was going to go talk to the people at Singular as well. So they have a heart to heart, and then he's like, "What's going on? Like, why are you like you're you're not a fighter? Why are you so adamant about doing this?" And he's like, "I want to talk about it." And he's probably like, "Yeah, stuff's bad," and he's just like, "I need this." So like the father's like, you know, effing. If you need this, if this is what's going to make you whole and make you happy, son, we're going to fight to get these rights back, and that's the end of that issue. Nice. But like, it's a really interesting book. Like, it's 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 uh, it's interesting for me personally because it really I'm into it. It holds my attention, but like, I find myself not liking any of the characters. So, <laughs> <laughs> which is just tough to, to to read and tough to deal with. Because I'm like, oh, all of you get on my nerves, but I'm kind of just riveted by this concept. I guess it talks to. Speaks to, uh, you know, Chips the Dark Sea's uh, uh, abilities as a creator. And one that's thing fun. I don't think we mentioned when we covered issue one, um, I didn't realize that this was a Substack book.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. It's a,
2: that's right. Yeah, this was another one of those Substack exclusive books. And I, I don't know if this, is, this proves to be good or bad for Substack, because... I never heard of this project, but like you know, I'm buying it now. But I don't know if that means the Substack thing worked or it didn't work. Or <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. well, like I said about the closet, maybe he just likes to get he's getting paid twice, you know, essentially for it. I mean, oh you know?
2: yeah, let's hope. I mean, for the yeah. creators, I certainly hope so. I just mm-hmm. don't know as far as that being a model. Like the fact that we're getting these books, and like I'm, you know, the fact that their Substack books are isn't even front and center. Yeah, and we're getting them. I'm like, oh, does that mean that the they did a good job with this model, or is this a thing that didn't work, and we're just trying to double dip on the back end?
0: Who knows? Because like I know um, Brian K. Vaughan has one out that he's advertising in the back of, his, of, of any of his books that he's doing, but um, it's free. It's NSFW as hell, I guess. Like everyone who reads it says, like it's absolutely obscene, and it's a free book, and like it's on Substack, and like even then I'm like. Do I wanna to go to Substack <laughs> and like read this even though it's for free? And like it's BKV, so I know it's gonna be good, but like, you know, I just so yeah, who I mean, who knows? but yeah, if it's <laughs> free
2: Brian K Vaughn, I mean, yeah, give yeah. it a look.
0: I'm sure mm-hmm. it's <laughs> mm-hmm. definitely. Um, so yeah, I, I'll eventually get there once I um uh, finish my Miss Marvel review reread or something. Um but yeah. Um I yeah, I read this too and I'm I, is Really fast getting on my like all time list of writers, like, and which is insane because he started out as an artist an artist only. And like, how is he this good? <laughs> and and like, the art, his art, it's great to have it back in a book and it's and it's wonderful again. And you know, it's just and it's not exactly the way like it looked like in Sex Criminals, it's complete, you know, it's almost completely different, but yet it, it still has the same kind of style. But you know it's 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 a different book so it's a different it's a different feel to it. it's it's a pretty cool book and like zadarski is one of those now those, those names like Bkv like where it's like, oh, this is quality because it has that name on it, you know, which I would never I have feel thought of. bad
2: because I haven't read enough zadarsky, but the thing is that everyone like you that I know who's a like comics opinion that I respect, mm-hmm. they all love zadarsky. so and every time I do read zadarski, I do enjoy it. But, like, yeah. I haven't read enough that, like, oh, like, like, I'm not just picking up books off of, like, oh, if it's Chip Zdarsky, I'm there
0: because mm-hmm. I just
2: haven't read enough. But, like, everybody mm-hmm. I know whose comic opinion I respect is there. So I'm like, I just need to catch up.
0: Yeah. Like, like, like Brian K. Vaughn, Jeff Lemire, um, Kelly Sue Kelly Thompson, and now Chip Zdarsky. Those are, like, my, like, oh, they're writing a book. Okay, I'm reading it. I don't care what it's about. It could be about the phone book. I'll read it. You know, like let's let's do it. So so yeah. Um yeah, if you ever want a recommendation for me, just look up those names and read anything by them and get a recommendation <laughs> for me. So all right. Um, so thank you once again, and I guess we'll go ahead and go to our DIY corner, which I kept on laughing at myself. I tried to was trying to make this into a joke. We have three corners of, of DIY corner, so it's like it's not complete. I guess we're the fourth wall. You know, in a way, I guess, because there's three corners and, you know, four corners like a house or a room. I don't know. So like I said, I was trying to make a joke <laughs> out of this. I, I still haven't succeeded. So maybe I'll come up with something after we uh, record or after we finish recording.
1: My job has gotten
0: so much harder today. <laughs> oh, just, just, get, just warts and warts uh, zits. Come on. just just okay. It's okay. Um. All right. So I'll go ahead and start. Um. Beowulf number one through four uh, it's on Kickstarter right now um each issue has been Kickstarter backed and uh, each time he writes a new issue he just adds the other issues to to this so we're at we're at um it four I believe this is gonna be the end of the story arc I could be wrong on that um but this project starts in August 10th essentially um. The story is about Beowulf. Obviously, named as Beowulf. Um, what happens is this is now in the modern times. Um, this girl, all of a sudden, like, finds out that dragons exist and that they need to find um, the world's greatest dragon slayer, which is Beowulf. Uh, if you've read like the epic poem, um, you'll you'll know that that's basically what he does and um and he um but unfortunately oh and the he's she's told this by her talking cat by the way which makes it awesome and uh she um so um basically they have to go find the reincarnation of beowulf to kill this dragon before this dragon goes on a rampage and starts destroying the world and unfortunately the uh reincarnation of beowulf is like this thirty-year-old slacker who like has no motivation in his life <laughs> and just wants to lay around and play video games and do whatever. And so, Brian, I appreciate you talking know, about me while I'm right here. I'm sorry, Mister Babel. I, I promise I won't talk. About <laughs> <laughs> so, no. So, so yeah. So, so effectively, yeah. This this guy is like a loser essentially, and um and they have to basically have like a training. You know, like basically get him trained and get him into like the fantasy worlds. I guess in later issues, he starts um, he starts adding more. The writer uh, and artist, uh, if I didn't say his name, is uh, Grant Laker- Lankard, and um, he starts adding more like fantasy elements. There's like nymphs and stuff in this book now, and um, so he's kind of like doing a hero's journey to get good enough to fight a dragon in huh. modern times. So it looks really good. Um the art's kind of fun. Um you know, I'm I'm a huge fan of epic poems and history and stuff like that, which will actually another one of our uh, DIY corners has to do with a historical comic as well. So
1: um I'm like nerd corner. I'm all
0: about it all about that kind of stuff. <laughs> yes, I am. August 10th uh, is when it comes out and um when it, when the Kickstarter starts. So That'll be a couple days after you are listening to this, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, which is Thursday. Okay, so next one is Cuckoo by Joe Sparrow. Uh, the, one of the big reasons why I'm actually talking about this, besides the fact that we talked about Joe Sparrow book before, uh, Homunculus, which was released by mm-hmm. um, by Shortbox. And that is why I'm talking about this, is because we thought Shortbox was dead you know like they had just uh their last their last kickstarter was supposed to be their last physical copy book that they were going to do but here we are they just announced this one out of nowhere um it's a new joe sparrow book homunculus was a great book it was sad well, that's a silent book that no it was basically solid yeah it was the one about the uh about the computer oh god that, i fucking that, hated that, that book. exists during the apocalypse it was so fucking sad yeah and so and then I read another book um, that was also released by Short Shortbox um, from Joe Sparrow that was really good. Um, and that one also kind of had the same themes that was called Harvest. Um, it's also about kind of like a post-apocalyptic what is humanity, you know, you know kind of story. Um, and what do we do after like the end of the world? So I'm wondering if this book is going to have the same feel to it. But essentially the story that they're giving is that this girl wakes up one day, finds out she's getting superpowers and why she has superpowers. She has no idea and what's going to happen because of them. No idea either. So, um, you know, and, and meanwhile, she's trying to figure out what she's going to do in life uh, regarding her art, college and social life. So um, and also break down with her parents relationship. So, yeah, like a normal Normal twenty something stuff, and all of a sudden now she's got to deal with like alien powers that she just got out of nowhere. So, you know, sounds like fun. Um, that well, not fun to happen to you, but it sounds like a fun book to read. <laughs> so, so yeah, and you know, if you're familiar with Joe Sparrow's art, um, it very much looks like what what he's done before. Um, the art's great. Um, it comes with stickers. Um, some very, and it also has like um a really cool little figure I believe that will be made if they hit a stretch goal so um, yeah definitely it's already going on right now as we speak so you can donate today if you want to Uh, they have um, they are about at this time on Wednesday evening uh, as we're recording they're about a thousand dollars away from their goal and they have 27 days to go. So you know what? You might have the opportunity to be that person that pushes them over the limit. So, you know, that's awesome. So definitely check it out and donate if you can. With the Just like the other one, we'll have the, the, uh, the URLs in the uh, show notes. Um, last one is Alexander the Servant and the Water of Life, book one by Remina Yi. You might be familiar with that name. Um, Seance Tea Party. Uh, we actually talked about another book that's not coming out till September. Um, called uh, I think it's like My Aunt Is a Monster, and um, but yeah, excellent art, um, excellent creator. Just this just got announced yesterday. Uh, they're twenty nine percent funded at this time up for a fifteen thousand dollar goal, so they have sixteen days remaining. Essentially, this is another this is the other historical comic I was I was alluding towards. It's about Alexander the Great. Um, basically, he's conquered everything, realizes there's one thing he'll never really be able to conquer, and that's death and age. And he's, so he decides to go out on a quest with his most trusted servant to look for the water of life to basically give him eternal youth. So it's it's a, they call it a 21st century retelling of, a, of the Alexander romance, a 2,000-year-old literary tradition. So... Yeah, my, my nerve senses are tingling here. And uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> history, comics, you know, fictional, you know, stories, kind of non-fictional stories at the same time, because obviously Alexander Damascus was a real person. So, you know, I mean, yeah, this is like my bag. And it's reminiscent. I do
2: love how in uh, back in the day in history, it's like they would just make shit up and be like, yeah, it must be there. Like, oh, yeah, there's like a, <laughs> a fountain of youth, a turn life. It's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> right, you just come up with stuff, and you're just like, ah, oh, yeah,
0: it must be there. But the, the the cartographer trick of like, if they didn't know where what where, where something was on a map, they would just write, "This is where monsters are," <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah, <laughs> like here lays monsters, so don't go there.
2: A good yeah. enough ex- explanation is anything
0: yeah. else, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. exactly. Just like how you know why California is called California, right? Um, because the no. the original map makers. Thought California was an island, and and there's a there was a romance book called Calafia, about a, a group of Amazon women that were um, the queen was Calafia, and so when they discovered California, they thought it was an island because they had never gone that far west before in North America, and like plus also the Sierra Nevada mountains kind of cuts everything off, so they're like oh this must be the the famed Calafia Amazon Island. And maybe there was large women <laughs> on the island as well. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, that's why they named it uh, California after because they thought California was an island. So, yeah.
2: learn goes... something new every day.
1: Yeah. There you <laughs>
0: go. <laughs> Fun stuff. All right. Um, so, I guess that's it for our DIY corner. Thank you for breaking the fourth wall. I gotta say... Yes,
2: all the uh, I really liked all those uh, D, all those kickstarters and DIYs. They all look very interesting. I think maybe uh, which one was it? Uh, the second one is probably the one that ha- has piqued my interest the most. But they all look really, really c- cuckoo.
0: Yes, and or and
2: cuckoo.
0: Yep, support short box as much as you can. So yes, please. You know, um,
1: we read homunculus my first season on the show mm-hmm. um i think darcy chose that book or uh, did you choose that book
0: I, uh we did a we did a short box box short books short box uh roundup and we did like three short box books yeah with so um they with made me Siobhan. read that
1: fucking book and yeah.
0: i was so sad it is a sad book but it's really <laughs> good it, it basically it's it's this artificial intelligence created and then the world ends. And so basically this artificial intelligence is stuck in this computer body, like in one place but while like the world develops
1: is... attachment yeah. to like their creator. It's just like yeah. fuck
0: me. I hate this. It's it's really sad, but it's really good at the same time. So
1: <laughs> I'm just filing my nails like a bitter old bitch. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I don't like that shit. Yeah. And I'm just over here, just like I'm real upset. Well having to think about it. But yeah, short box is great. Go buy the book. Yeah
2: okay well. <laughs> just don't let them break you
0: yeah yeah exactly all right well um i guess that's the best time than ever <laughs> to uh go ahead and talk about our uh our actual main subject which is ghostly things volume one by Yushio shitori from seven seas and um carrie's choice yeah so carrie I'm delaying a little bit because I'm trying to get it back up on my iPad so I can give it to you. We and uh we share things are not going. We share <laughs> as things. Simple has everything. And this is a very old iPad. Very maybe.
2: healthy marriage that way.
0: All right. Yeah. So I always
1: got to share. Um. Okay. So I chose this book because I literally Googled <laughs> best comic indie comics of 2022, and it came up. Um. So let me preface this by saying I think that List was extremely, um, uh, shall we say, um, willy-nilly in their assigning of the term best. Uh, Ghostly Things is about a young woman who is living in a house by herself. Her father is a researcher. Her mother is dead she's and she's in high school so she's in the house she is trying to um kind of deal with all of these things that are happening and everyone tells her that her house is haunted and that they're worried for her like her schoolmates and she's just like uh yeah there's like weird noises but um it's not like anything weird yet and then you come to find out that there are spirits that live there and that kind of um inhabit the house alongside with her it's like a portal it's in the house is essentially a portal between the spirit the realm of the spirits and the realm of the living so there is a cute little and i'm not gonna say names because honestly every time i try to give a thing like a synopsis and i and i i hyper fixate on trying to say the name correctly or i'm trying to say like the name um I end up focusing way too much on that and then I fuck up my description, so I'm not saying names, but anyways, um, there's a little ball thing and he's like the harbinger of like the, he's like the little guy that ensures He's a
2: shepherd. Yeah, yeah, thank you. He's the shepherd.
1: Me. So um and he's and kind of like an, you
2: from this world to the spirit world.
1: Yes, yep. thank you. And he's kind of an asshole to the girl. He was just like, you know, girl, you shouldn't be here. You should leave. And she's like, no, I'm li- I'm staying here. And her thing is like, obviously, like that's the house that her dad bought. So like that's her only place to stay. But also she is trying to find the book of the dead. Um, if she tries and her father specifically requested that book because he wants to know where their mother went. Um so, or where her mother went, his wife. And so that's her, her main reasoning for staying in the home still. And so, um, the little shepherd guy tells her like, if you're going to be here, then you have to help me. So, uh, she ends up helping him throughout like a variety of tasks as far as like shepherding, maybe some of like the other spirits or dealing with the spirits or talking to the spirits, um, within the house. Uh, the Shepherd realizes that the girl has like a natural talent for this, and so he makes a lot of conversation with her and comparisons to the original researcher that lived in the house um that man is gone, so he talks about him a lot, and he'll say he says like, "Oh, you're kind of like him and and he did these things, and you kind of do what he does, and you have the same tenacity or you have the same drive or whatever. And then all of a sudden, um, you know, she's doing her spirit thing. And this weird guy who looks like he's dressed in like Amish cosplay Mm -hmm. rolls up to her house (laughs) and is like, oh, I didn't know anybody lived here. And it's a really weird introduction. And so he essentially has a little spirit in a jar And he's weak. The little spirit that he has, the little entity that he has in the jar is weak. And he's like the god of like lightning. Mm -hmm. And so the um, the shepherd and is like, hey, he's no good without the earth. He like, hey, he doesn't look good. And then the guy, the creepy guy, um, is like, oh yeah, well, I'm looking for the god. I'm just using these words, but that's not necessarily what they said. Like the god of like rain. Because together they're powerful. Mm -hmm. And um, he uses like a special incense concoction that will make the spirits, because the spirits don't like it, will make them leave like their hiding place. So they find out that the spirit of rain is in the house hiding. And the girl gets pissed because basically the guy is like very like desensitized to the abilities. Um, I'm sorry, not the abilities, but he's very desensitized to like, the emotional like the humanity, be, like the humanity yeah. of the spirits and so he was like yeah basically these are these are tools these are resources that if we use them we can use and we use them properly we can use their power so the, the girl essentially is like fuck that i don't like how you're treating them leave them alone and so the kid the creepy kid stands down and gives both of like the spirits their freedom So it was a particularly hot day that day. They work together and they make rainfall. So you find out that um, the creepy kid is talking to someone and says like, oh, she has. I I know what now I now know what needs to be done. She's she's there and she knows what she's doing or something to that effect. Mm -hmm. So. And then it it ends
0: essentially they, they, they reveal that they're also looking for the book of the
1: dead oh yeah they oh yeah then you find out the creepy kid and uh mystery person that he's speaking to or whatever is also looking for the book of the dead and that the book of the dead must but be also um
2: more moro the a little the shepherd ferryman mm-hmm. guy he knows the creepy kid because the creepy kid used to come that's, around when that's the right prior they, they, guy was there with
1: the prior guy yes yeah. yeah. so there's there's a, a history there's a connection between right. shepherd guy right. and creepy kid and so they're all kind of intertwined and now the girl's involved. Mm-hmm. So it ends, um, and I know that's not the perfect telling, but like, that's kind of how I'm going to tell you. Um, I obviously didn't know what I was getting into when I I read, when I picked the book, because uh, I literally just picked it off of the list. But um, I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was a really good first. I mean, let me put it to you this way. I will never discredit anybody for writing anything and getting published. I think that takes a huge amount of um, bravery. I think that takes a huge amount of courage. And I think it takes a lot of willpower and um, inner strength to kind of bear your art like that and have it be put out for people to make podcasts about and talk about. So, I will <laughs> never disparage anybody's work in that sense um i did I think it was the best indie comic of twenty twenty two No, I don't, but I did find it did enter- <laughs> i did i did find it entertaining enough that i'm I will get the second book because one, I think the story's interesting mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i I did like all of the little Creatures, all the little spirits. Some of the Komodo, the Komodos. Um, they're like little tree
2: like, nuts. The like, wood almost, nips. They're like yeah, little woodnips.
1: The, yeah, they reminded me of like the Deku tree the de- and the like deco scrubs. and yeah. like the deco the yeah. Deku scrubs from like Le- Legend of Zelda. Um, Zelda. that's exactly who I was thinking of that's like when Zelda. I saw those. And like they're so, they were so cute and so chubby. And I was like, oh, these are adorable. So like I really liked some of the characterizations of the spirits. Mm-hmm.
2: Um no, every spirit has an awesome design. Yeah, like, absolutely. The art there's great. some spirits that look really pretty or really like uh cute, but they're even the ones that like are made to look ugly, they the design is really interesting
1: though. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like the um the spirits of rain and lightning, mm-hmm. they look like mm-hmm. little really fucking like Norwegian, like Viking rock don't- stars. They were like, I don't know but how. Even know if that's like an accurate description, but they were just so cool looking. I'm like, they're so awesome. Those
0: two spirits <laughs> are actually very popular uh Japanese folklore. Oh, okay, like cool. They're, they're they're like a real big part of of Japanese.
1: Okay, stories. so obviously there's a were lot. they
0: were they like rage and infusion or something? Yep. Like <laughs> that? Exactly exactly like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. yeah, those two names.
1: So like, obviously there's a lot of like grounding in actual folklore, like from like Japan. And so there's a lot, a lot taken from that. But um, I just thought that the art was really good. Um, the, the actual writing, and I, I don't know if this was an issue with like in translation, but
0: <laughs> this is a manga, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's a manga. <laughs>
1: so I don't know if it's like an issue of translation, but like some of the writing felt really like stunted. As far as like, you know, like when you're learning how to drive. And you keep breaking. And so you keep <laughs> like stopping and like like you're kind of like going back and forth. It felt I got that like visualization when I was reading it. Like I felt like we kept hitting the brakes. And then mm-hmm. it's just like, why does this not flow more? But um it wasn't very smooth. But I thought that it was good. It was just awkward to read at points. Um, and in fact, at the very end of the book there's a little note from the author and the author says like oh now that this book is out i'm so happy and so relieved and it's like oh i i get that yeah <laughs> i kind of got the the feeling that like not like that they were rushed or anything but i did definitely get the feeling that like maybe I, I don't know how to describe it necessarily, but like, it was, it, it's a there good There was a lot book. of pressure. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a great way to say it. Like maybe yeah. that there was pressure, like either self-imposed or from someone else, but like, you know, um, I thought it was a valiant, like first go. And I'm, I am very excited for the second issue, but it was, um, it was good. I mean, it wasn't great, but yeah. it also wasn't horrible. I read worse and I've of my own picks, especially so. <laughs> this is like it was fun it was yeah. it was good I enjoyed
2: it so uh, I enjoyed it as well I was gonna say um I don't I <laughs> this being on a list of like the top books like I feel like it really messed up your expectations because yeah. I feel like I may have enjoyed it more than you did but mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that you were saying about like the bit of stunted writing like I don't know how much anime or manga you like dive into but this was very like this was very well done but it was very formulated like like this is the manga mm-hmm. anime like it's it's of a style like
1: okay the things
2: that you're like whether you like them or didn't like them mm-hmm. like they didn't surprise me because oh no 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 like if you read this type of manga before like this is of a piece like these are how these things oh, look
1: okay see and I, I don't read a lot so yeah that okay cool
2: yeah so like yeah. for me it was like i was just like oh When I started reading, I was just like, I haven't read like a very uh, traditional of this style manga before, but it's really well done. Like all of her interactions are great. The main character, like with the 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 classmates, with more of the little, uh, you know, the little Shepherd Ferryman Demon, even with the creepy dude, (laughs) but like it's all really, really well done. The art is fantastic, but I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like much like you, I'm probably gonna pick up volume two just to give it a look because I thought it was fun.
0: and so I, I i liked it a lot i i did feel the abruptness a little more um and also like um i was trying to assign like the the anime or manga tropes to like the creepy guy and i it felt like there was like four things going on with that character that mm-hmm. it, it that the 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 hadn't decided which which route they were going to go yet you know like it wasn't like they were being mysterious or like aloof it was more like like do I want them to be the antagonist do I want them to be the romantic you know lead do I want them to be like the 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 dark smoldery person you know like yeah I I kind of I kind of got like a a mixed vibe by that character and and I, I don't think that was intended but that's um, mean, no, no, me- I, I,
2: I, I would argue that it probably was intended it just because he seems like an archetypal character. Like, there's a character in Naruto called Kabuto who's very much like him that when you okay. meet him, he seems kind of nice, but is he friend or enemy? And they typically, those characters, for whatever reason, typically wear glasses, <laughs> like, but it, it's of a type.
1: Okay. It, you know, Which in that, I guess that
2: Japanese style where it's just like, we introduce this character and they seem kind of pleasant, but they also seem kind of shady and I can't okay. kind of put my finger on what they're doing.
0: And and I haven't really come across a lot of those characters in my manga or anime watching. So I can... Yeah, okay. That uh, yeah, that kind of puts me a little more at ease too. Because I did enjoy this. I And I loved... The the actual creatures really kind of gave it a Miyazaki kind of vibe as well, which mm-hmm. is kind of like the highest compliment when it comes to creatures. You know, like... It, yeah, it, like this was... Um, and I also like the fact that it gives the layout of the house for some reason, <laughs> like at the end of the book. Oh, yeah. Like there's I a love little maps. addendums
2: after some yeah, of the yeah. chapters. Super like, cute. like they yeah. have a little addendum about her like clothing and school uniform. Yes. There's a map of the house. Yeah, it's all yeah. really cute.
0: Which I, I always find that fun. In like, in like, especially in modern mangas where like the between chapters, they have like those quick interstitials that kind of give you quick like lore, quick feel to like the story and, like, I feel like that's more of a kind of a, a, a more recent thing. And I, I like that. It's it's pretty cool. Also, we, now I know how to make Udon real fast. <laughs> if, I, if I ever need to.
1: So, Richard, since you read way more manga than we do, I have, a, or, like, we were talking about this earlier, so I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Is it a common trope for high school age kids to just live in a home by themselves? Yeah.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. I is, I, don't,
2: I don't know I don't know if it appears like in real Japanese life like regularly mm-hmm. but yeah no like in popular shows like Neon Genesis Evangelion the, the the main character is actually set for by his father because he was living alone elsewhere and now his father needs him so he's coming back to Tokyo. That's but so even weird. when he lives in Tokyo he doesn't live with his father he lives separate from his father. Same thing uh, Mobile Suit Gundam which is like an all-time classic. Yeah. The the guy the kid the main character's father is a uh, military researcher working on what ends up being the Gundam, so he just lives alone. But yeah, mm-hmm. so it's it's a regular trope. I like again, I I don't know if Japan is that much different than the states that high school students either live alone regularly or used to at the very least. You know, things change like the same mm-hmm. way that like our parents are or like people that are our age that have kids, their kids are a lot more protected than we were when we were kids. Like, you know, oh, yeah. when oh, yeah. I was a kid, it was like, hey, just go out and play and it was, I <laughs> come back by nightfall or something. Yeah, exactly. And like, so I don't know, maybe that was more commonplace in the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s and less so now, but it's definitely been a trope in in manga anime since I've gotten into it.
0: Okay, It's, it's a good way to introduce the children in peril kind of motif as well. You know, because, like, the kids don't have anyone to rely on, you know, like... in Right. Yeah, and because, like... Yeah, a lot kid, of the
2: times in those type of stories, even if they do have parents, the parents tend to be very absentee. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Definitely.
0: Which, yeah, like, like fully cooling and stuff like that, yeah, like...
2: Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: so. That's my speed. <laughs> um,
2: also, <laughs> I, one thing I did like about this is that... uh I don't even want to say the cat, her cat has a lot of personality, but, like, I, I love the cat. cat like, pulls the plot forward and it's yes. always getting into some sort of shenanigan.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the cat is Fuku-chan, Fuku-chan I think. Yeah, Fukuchan. Yeah. So love cute. The yes. <laughs> and, the, and Fukuchan became, like, a mode of transportation
0: for Moru, A yeah, little... For more... <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah, they had, like, some kind of agreement. And I also <laughs> like the fact that Moru, uh, was eating all the food of uh of, of well
2: okay. not just moral all of the spirits yeah, oh, like yeah they're all goes, eating Pam.
0: yeah <laughs> she's just starving because because they're all eating her food that's great but yeah, yeah. The, no yeah and, and i also i liked i liked how um and i've noticed that it's very it's very that's very much like a like a japanese spiritual trope is that like the house itself is affected like weather wise or like environment wise as like what what spirits are in the house like you know like there's like random grass or like or like you know it just starts raining or flooding like because mm-hmm. of what certain things are around and so I, I kind of I really enjoyed that as well um I mean my my experience with Japanese spirits is like the grudge and the ring and but you know like still um you know I totally you know, like light, light seeing those kind of you know tropes in this book. No, Very cool.
2: I, and like yeah, it's like uh the house is like on like a ley line or something where it's just like oh there's so much activity
0: here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. And I have always liked ferryman type characters like Karen from like Greek lore and everything. And um mm. don't be such a Karen. Um and uh <laughs> so he <yeah>, um, <laughs> So so yeah the um you know and so I I I do like this old crotchety, weird buzzball ferryman type character that we get in with um with Moru as well.
2: And yeah. I, I do like how there's like this little overarching mystery because it's like oh like is the Book of the Dead gonna bring her mom back or or tell her what happened to her mom? Yeah don't really know yeah. Why they want the Book of the Dead? It's just you just know it has something to do with her mom.
0: And Mark yeah. totally knows where it is. I mean, I'm calling it now. Oh, of I, he does. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm not really, I'm not really jumping. But like,
2: in. I'm sure if it's like something powerful, he's like, I don't, I need to trust this person completely.
0: Absolutely. Before
2: yeah. exactly, I divulge any of this information. Probably, yeah,
0: it probably has something to do with the the disappearance or the death of the original owner as well.
2: That's what I was gonna say too, and that's the other thing mm-hmm. is that like. All the original owner's stuff is still there, like as if he just vanished or he mm-hmm. just, you know, was kidnapped or something.
0: Yeah. And they don't mention what happened. Like, they, like they kind of imply that he died, but they don't really.
2: Like... Right. They don't say They You just know for sure that he's gone. Yeah,
0: Did he exactly. die?
2: Was it natural causes? Was it, you know, something sinister? You're not sure. Yeah. And then with that with the kid, uh the, the 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 creepy the creepy dude, I'm like, did he do something? Because he certainly uh-huh. seems like he could be sinister.
0: Because he knew that he was no longer there when he came the first time. Because like, mm-hmm. he was surprised that there was so much activity and that was because of the, the new the new girl that was there.
2: The new tenant. And the thing is is that um Moro said that the the he the creepy dude was more like her when he first started coming around the house, mm-hmm. like he respected the spirits, he wanted to take care of them, yeah. and then now he's like this, you know, more usury, cynical dude.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. Well, yeah, yeah. so like yeah. it, it, it had its, you know, yeah. its things, but, you know, like, overall, I, I, too, I don't think I said it yet, I, too, will probably check out volume two, and... Um, I really and,
2: enjoyed yeah. it, and just the art, all the lines on it are yeah. so clean. yeah.
0: Yeah, like I said, the art's great. Like uh, if I'm if I'm referring to Miyazaki, that's probably like one of the best compliments I can give to something, no matter what type of art it is. I mean, that's like that's like the epitome of like of art, in my opinion, when it comes to like art.
1: (laughs) I think what I would like to do is not find books off of the top ten best comics of 2022 or whatever. Because I swear to God, like when I've done, okay, because that's how I'll pick some of my books because I don't have the kind of, I still don't have the kind of like background or the the finger on the pulse of like artists to look at or like writers to follow. And, And, you know, so like, I don't know where to pick books from. And uh, Richard, I think you made kind of a valid point where it's like, when I do find books off of lists and I understand that like, you know, likes and things are like subjective, subjective but I right, do right. get my
0: hopes up about it. I'm like, oh right, like, right. this you,
1: is really cute. I would can't wait up to a read certain it. Expectation. Yeah.
0: I well and I mean like I'm I'm always you know, giving you like recommendations of books to do as yeah. Your, oh no as, but, but I mean But of course you don't always want to you know, like be like, I I also don't want you to be like my extension of like choices either. You know, like I yeah. want you to to find stuff yourself, but it is it is difficult.
1: Yeah, it is, and and so um, you know, like the the plan <laughs> and then obviously didn't happen. But a plan that I have for a future future upcoming bonus episode is I would like to do an episode where I give recommendations on how to find comics for people who are getting into comics you know like how how do you find stuff like where like what websites are good like what you know what mm-hmm. what sites or like what opinions are kind of quote unquote trustworthy because any fucker can write the best of list and I'm not saying that's where I got this book but I'm just saying like that is you know for every 10 websites that are like gonna give you like solid Mm -hmm. like these are it's a good variety
0: to choose from or whatever there's gonna be 50 where it's just like oh you know there's this podcast about independent comics that i think you probably really would enjoy call comics are better <laughs> You're stupid that's not what
1: i meant i know but, no, I know. but on, and i will be honest. no i know
2: i know exactly what you meant yeah and I knew exactly where brian was going as soon as he started <laughs>
1: yeah, like, yeah, yeah oh yeah it but was I, low-hanging
0: fruit i had to take it i'm sorry but i mean
1: also too i think that was kind of like my hope to do you know I've, i mean i've talked about this for a couple of seasons now i think that's just something for that i like a like a personal like project i would like to go after because Mm -hmm. i think when you're like me and you're kind of overwhelmed by choices it's like where do you go so
0: maybe absolutely maybe if if i and richard both give you like five book recommendations each just for you not to choose as like a spotlight or a or a main course but like for you just like as like a taste you know like
2: no, no, I that I get, but I think she just means to do the research to see what resources yeah. are out there on the internet for anybody. Yeah. You know, but not
0: just us. Yeah, yeah because that's
1: because that's the thing too, is that like your tastes and my tastes
0: are not are the not same. the same. No.
1: And 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 it's the same like for me and Richard. Like yeah. we the three of us are like our own individual. Yeah. So like it's um, you know, it's just I don't know. I, I do I think it can be overwhelming for people and I think that's why sometimes I feel weird about like taking suggestions from you because mm-hmm. I want to develop my own exactly. my own t- my own sense of like style almost and like as I far said, as comics
0: I also don't want you to yeah like be my like my right arm you know like I, I, I want you to have your own thing as well um Multiversity Comics every Tuesday has a list called Comics Should Be Cheap Huh. um and what's nice about it is that basically they they take like five or six writers or contributors to the book or to the to the web page um they they basically have a budget of twenty dollars for the week and they tell you with that limited budget of twenty dollars what books are so are important enough or good enough for them to say this is what i would buy if i only had twenty dollars but
1: i mean i even want to take that like a step further back and be mm-hmm. like where would you even find a group of comics to even the,
0: um, uh, like, no,
1: I'm not saying answer that question. I'm saying this, like, in a rhetorical sense. It's like, where would you even go? Like, that's what I want to research and find out. Yeah. Because I don't, Mm. I don't want to tell people like, oh, like, I like horror. These are the five horror books you should check out. Mm -hmm. But I do want to be like, oh, I these are really awesome horror books so if you like any of these these are good resources to find even more books in a similar strain
0: mm-hmm.
1: is like it's kind of how i want to do
0: that yeah i think comic book resources might be a good website no 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 no. Now. i'm not saying like I let's
1: know. not talk about it now but that's what yeah. i'm saying is just like that's I what i would like
0: to do but you, you know don't me, need I'm, to answer I, it i'm an everlasting helper i like to help <laughs> i know but i
1: mean but i uh, again i i and i take don't Take yes, this the wrong way, but sometimes your opinions on something aren't needed. I just mm-hmm. need you to listen yeah. so that <laughs> way you can yes. hear the idea that I'm trying to
0: give I, you. Yeah. And I do, Which yeah.
1: is why I said, when I want to do those episodes, I want to do them by myself. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you got to <laughs> let me have the rain sometimes. Oh, no, I want you to have rain all the time. All right. Ooh. <laughs>
2: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to need to leave the room.
1: I know. I was like, I just made it awkward <laughs> with that. Sorry, but anyways. Okay. No. We start driving to dip it's the a lights, and,
2: uh, no. or watch quietly from the corner. Whatever you guys are into, I'm here to help. Oh, <laughs> All right. You
0: know,
1: I was like watching quietly from the corner. That's actually not like the worst one. <laughs> I embarrassed Brian again. I love it. Because oh. now his whole head turns red since
0: he started shaving it. I was gonna say he's blushing. <laughs> yeah. This is why we don't we don't do a YouTube but <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well I better have to start wearing my hat while I we record so you can't see my full 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 head blush. Okay, well <laughs> um any other Remarks or questions or anything about um about uh, yeah. ghostly things?
1: Yeah, ghostly things is good. Ghostly Keep
0: things, support it's it's them. Yeah, give it yeah. a look. Definitely. And you know what? If you have any recommendations for Carrie or like, you know, email us. You know, and and also if you had any opinions about this book, um, unfortunately, nobody wanted to uh, talk to us about uh, this book. So um, I know you're out there, otaku's. Um, <laughs> next time we do a manga, please shoot us an email like we did last last issue our last episode you know we had a couple uh people wanted to, to chime in so please chime in um comics or better at gmail.com it's, it's that easy all right <laughs> so yeah please uh yeah give us give us what you think tell us because i don't want to do everything jesus christ i said that wrong i don't i don't want i don't want to feel like i'm making everyone do everything i'm saying is oh what I'm trying to say. okay yeah sorry <laughs> i apologize
1: i always can do everything around here yeah. and i'm tired we're sorry
2: brian we'll work
1: I harder know, i know i'm sorry but I've, I've been enjoying I come home.
2: I to... <laughs> okay Sorry, no. it's a very uh harsh uh task master <laughs> no, no, no.
0: remember, yeah, is... re- remember remember uh yes uh, last week when i was talking about the um the japanese feminism book yeah I, I i learned the wrong lessons from that book apparently oh Jesus <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> um, all right okay well I think that's it for um, our main subject and probably our the rest of the episode, unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about before we uh, sign off. No, all right, we've already said enough. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Well, um, that was our episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, we've reached the end of the show. Thank you everyone for listening. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, pods, CDB Pod. Uh for our book clubbers on Friday, we will announce the next episode's main subject on Instagram. So you can follow along and email us at gmail at gmail.com, like mentioned before. Uh website is com, where you can request a subject for a future show. And Richard, where can we find you on the old internets?
2: Uh I'm at Topcat 360, pretty much everywhere. Um Hey, Kansas, thank you. That made me feel good.
1: Absolutely. Kansas oh yeah they boarded they they voted to keep um abortion
0: oh sweet yeah good good very nice I I am very happy to hear that and well in that in that light Carrie do you have a non-profit or anything like that for this week no okay well let's just keep positive yeah hopefully other states will do the right thing um because it's it's very court will not so
1: Oh, you know what? Actually really quick. Um, due to it, in uh light of some recent family news that we have gotten, I would like to encourage everybody who can and who's comfortable to, um, consider being a bone marrow donor and, and or consider being an organ donor because, um, those two things definitely save lives. And, uh, it's important. So, um, if that's something that you are comfortable doing, or that jives with uh, your spirituality or your religion, and that's something that you'd be okay with, then please consider doing so. Because uh, uh, it the lack thereof of uh, donors does not just affect the transplant patient; it
0: affects their entire family. So, consider yeah. that. Thank you. That's actually really good. And well, I'm at brian underscore cb on instagram and for richard and carrie i am brian and this has been the "Comics are better podcast and remember comics are better and everyone deserves comics
1: bye bye later thank you